Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in again. It's Morgan from H Industries. And today I wanted to go through one of our Medium articles on the business model. Now, for those of you that listened to the earlier white paper, it uh, probably sounded like I was trying to swallow my own tongue after about an hour of reading some rather detailed work. So today is going to be a little more off the cuff. Now, what is H Industries? Our business model is service delivery and engineering advisory. We'll offer return freight transport between any two serviced orbits and one-way transport to unserviced orbit. Our system is targetable to a range of orbits and we will offer customers the chance to choose their own journey. Now, transport will be priced low. We want to encourage all possible businesses to consider expanding into the orbital or interplanetary sectors. Can you imagine Coca-Cola clamoring to be the first soft drink on the red planet. Now, in order to do that, we also provide service and complementary engineering advisory. It's no use us shooting Coke bottles to Mars and the astronauts get there and they're flat. That would be bad. So ideally, we want to be able to advise our customers on how best to utilize our transport, package their products, and get them there safely. Now, the business will license technology as requested, and we think our propulsion core will be able to be utilized by other partners in the sector. However, that will be analyzed at a much later date because we really don't have a well-formed market or go-to-market plan for that sector of the business. Now, ideally, we want to be scaling manufacturing. Initially, it'll be delivered under contract, but then later brought in-house so we can drive down the holistic process cost and enable cheaper service over an expanded network to maximize system utilization. If we can continuously build satellites, continuously construct swarms, and you see their utilization increasing, you're looking at an exponential increase in orbital market availability. Investors will receive a portion of the customer revenue as a regular dividend. So following from that, I want to go through the capital structure. The Australian Security and Investment Commission, ASIC, is where all businesses are registered in Australia. Now on October 4th, 2019, I registered a million shares in a business called H Industries Pty Ltd. And the intent is to keep this as a private equity business. We will sell equity for capital in order to construct our business in a series of validated tiers, which I'll go through in a little bit. But the goal is to go public once customer services are either operational or imminent. So let's actually talk about the VC structure that we're looking at. As a mining engineer, you're taught to deal with a large number of unknowns and you're taught to come up with the best plan for a billion dollar business that you can based on the available information. Now you can do that in several ways, but when you're talking about large scale feasibility studies for billion dollar businesses, you look at orders of magnitude and you say, well, if we spend a million dollars, can we get a plus minus 50% estimate on whether this billion dollar business will be worth it? And then if that comes back favorably, you consider, well, I might spend about 15 to 20 and we'll go get some drill cores done. We'll get a whole lot of drill cores. We'll build a great model 
and then we can take this go-to-market plan to the investors with a mining method and all the data. And then they say, you know what, actually, yeah, this is looking pretty good. You're within plus minus 10% accuracy. But we need to now drill into what the processing costs are, what your consumable rates are, how you get diesel out to the site, blah, blah, blah. And that's where you look at going and spending $80 million and realizing that your investment has a graded reserve that's gone from approximately $1 billion as your first guess to about two. And so you start to consider, well, I just spent, uh, what, say, 95 to 100 mil rounding up, and I validated an investment worth $2 billion with an open life of mine, because we don't know the true extent of where the ore body goes. And I'm approaching the satellite industry in much the same way. For the VCA phase, we aim to deliver a verified Simulink model. Now, Simulink is MATLAB's uh, design component, or design layer, really. It is ostensibly drag-and-drop design. And as much as I say this lightheartedly, it is an incredibly dense piece of software, akin to a CAD program that does numerical modeling. Now, for anyone that's not super familiar with numeric modeling, uh, you might be familiar with partial differentials. Simulink handles horrible, nasty PDEs of many different unknowns and allows you to do that with an industry-verified tool. This thing has been used for everything from F1 cars to aerospace design, and there's even a great animation of robotic arm control and then a wind turbine. So check it out. Anyhow, getting back on track. VCA was originally costed to hire a team of four or five engineers, an electrical, mechanical, aerospace, and potentially one other, and then build a model in Simulink, which would give an industry-verified model and a manufacturable schematic. Along with that, we're going to hire a project manager and a business analyst and deliver a refined business plan. You know, we'd hire lawyers and an accountant, but they would be mostly an as-needed basis until we have a need for them permanently in-house. VCB was where we truly realized the business structure, scaling from approximately six or seven people to about 30. Now, as I wrote the first business plan in 2017, and I scaled it up a little bit in 2019, Unfortunately, with the world going the way it is, VCB has had to be scaled up to a $30 million cost in order to manufacture the first satellite and conduct physical testing for model verification. Now, the key to numerical modeling is you got to know if it works. Really, truly, you can build great models, come out with really pretty pictures, but it's all useless if it doesn't match reality. Just like in the mining game, eventually you got to go kick a few rocks and figure out if everything actually matches. And you know what, chances are it doesn't. It'll be a few percentage points out here and there, and that's where you get to tailor your model and bring it as close to reality as possible. Now, the other component of VCB is this is the first manufacturing of our design. This will ideally inform how we then manufacture for VCC, where we create 10 satellites for orbital testing. Now, I return back to controlling the variables. So in the first phase, 
we get the schematic and a refined business plan. In the second phase, we get the first manufacturing test and verification of the model. Now, in the third phase, you've got verification of the manufacturing and the first orbital test. So you can start to see how it's tiered up. VCD is where we have to spend one and a half billion dollars to deliver two orbital swarms and commence customer operations. And as you can see, once we've verified the design, we move into orbit. Once we've verified the orbital maneuvers, we move into mass manufacturing. And from there on out, we are just looking for that first Coca-Cola bottle to land on Mars, or maybe a lunar ore shipment to return to Earth. So, TBD. Now, how have we progressed in that over the past couple years? Because those of you that are having a look around, you'll see I've been posting online for quite a while. Now, I've reached the point where I have delivered all my business readiness activities. I have submitted three academic papers in the past year, and we've got one that's still under consideration by the Journal of Electric Propulsion, which was submitted to by a bunch of people from JPL. So we've got the right readership, and the right people to truly verify this concept is feasible. Now, this means the next step really is building a Simulink model. So because I don't have any true capital raised at the moment, and I'm going to have to build it myself, I applied for entrance to a PhD. Now, that is the true verification of scientific credibility. And originally, I didn't go that route because I chose to try and build a business instead. So it's funny what you circle back around to, but I'm waiting to hear back on that application. And if that goes ahead, it means VCA will be rolled into VCB. If I can deliver on this manufacturable schematic myself, I would seriously want a couple of engineers to go over it after me as an independent review. However, that can be done pretty quickly if the guts of it are built. Now, this allows us to move straight into manufacturing. And one of the things that I found hilarious as I was researching this, and our uh, tech reference list is up to 650 references. Uh, check that out on Google Docs if you are curious. And one of the things I found incredible was they actually published manufacturers for all of these components that are research grade science. And, you know, really the manufacturing process is quite repeatable. We use hundreds of kilometers of superconductive cabling, so it's nothing new. And there would be research papers comparing model validity for different manufacturers. So this allows us to then move from design into manufacturing fairly quickly with well-verified industry partners. I've started building this model already and I aim to deliver it this year. Now, I will not personally be able to do what a team of four engineers will do. However, I'm going to give it a red hot go. And then I hope that is enough justification for us to raise some serious capital, get some extra brains in the room, and then really get the first satellite manufactured. And that'll be delivery of VCB. Now, along with getting the benefits of understanding the manufacturing process, getting the right partners engaged and allowing us to deliver VCC quickly, we're going to be able to conduct life cycle testing. Now, this is really important. So when NASA was considering different electric thruster designs, 
they had a criteria that it had to be continuously operational for years. And as you can already understand, that takes a bit of testing to get to the years part. Now, there's papers out there on a 5,730-hour whole thruster test. And great to see. So we're going to do the same in-house. I want this thing charged up, pulsing under load every single week until it fails. And we're going to figure out just how far we can push this thing, just how heavy the load is. And you know what? If my calculations are right, I suspect it's a lot higher than what I've stated. However, again, coming back to being a slightly cautious engineer, well, you know, check the math out for yourself. Or read some of my papers. So let's go and circle back around. We're talking about four different funding rounds, potentially rolling the first two in together. And we're going to see an aggregated cost of somewhere around 1.6 bill, maybe 1.7 rounding up. So how on earth do you plan to do that, Morgan? That is crazy numbers. And you know what? If I wasn't in mining, I'd be inclined to agree. I find it fascinating that billion dollar businesses can be essentially run by about 30 people above ground and 30 people underground. It's, it blows my mind every day of the week. And that's why I do love that industry. Now, each round will be offered pseudo publicly with shares available to purchase direct from the business. Now, I'm a big believer in equality. If we can allow any single person or business around the globe to invest in the next step of the space industry, that's tremendous. We destroy a barrier to entry that people often think, wow, space, that's cool, but you know, it's all the way up there and I'm down here, so I can't be part of that. Wrong. Join us, contribute to our dream, and together we can realize the next step of the space industry. Now, that's why I've been involved heavily in Bitcoin. It is a global currency. All you truly need is an internet connection. And now the uh, KYC and AML laws are pretty well integrated into the system. You also probably need a driver's license or ID, but I digress. Um, actually, no, I don't. That's a good point of safety for our institutional investors. So again, Bitcoin allows anyone to become part of the space industry. That's why I've been on it. And we are gonna offer each round of increasing value out to anyone to purchase. Now, in parallel, the business will seek venture capital partners to lead or join funding round for purchase of all remaining shares released. We would ideally love to have this entire venture crowdsourced and allow so many people around the world to realize gain from being part of the space industry. But in reality, it ain't gonna happen. So we need our institutional partners and we need the expertise that they have. And truly, we wanna build an unstoppable juggernaut that helps bring in the next stage of the space industry, which is mass freight shipping to any destination you can think of. And then in 30 years time, we have entered a civilizational step change. All our eggs are no longer in one basket and we have gotten off this rock. Again, 
we got almost we got over eight billion people now we can you know babies in bathwater just because i talk about delivering freight elsewhere doesn't mean i don't want to see earth fixed we can do both problems at once and i really like to think that if we see such an investment in the space industry we're going to see investment in sustainable farming you're going to see investment in sealed biome studies which truly earth sealed biome uh, on a mass scale so how can we feed our increasing population again if you can feed people on a space station for a couple years then incredibly we can do that here on earth and i like to think that our climate change problems will be solved so again I gotta, I gotta stop myself and bring this back because you can see, <laughs> I love this. I this has been my passion project f for years, since 2015, and I now have the chance to make it real. So, I really implore you, please join our VCA funding, and we can attempt to initiate VCB deliver the first manufacturing. If we can prove this business inside 12 months, we can have customer operations initiated by 2030 and delivering freight containers to Mars. The chance to invest in the first purpose-designed inter-orbital freight transport system is a generational event that will deliver value to investors for decades to come. H Industries has a long payback period for early investors. However, the stages are planned to minimize risk and ensure that our early partners realize their tremendous increase in capital value. All figures are projected and subject to change with no earnings guaranteed. However, I've invested years of sweat effort to grow the business to this point and will not quit until this dream is realized. 2023 will be a year of big moves. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Morgan.